Welcome to episode 21 of Becoming Mind Strong. And today we're talking about a diet I get asked about all the time. And it's usually by people who have tried it and either didn't see results or even worse, they saw the opposite. They actually gained weight while on it. So today we are talking about the Whole30 diet. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming MindStrong, the official podcast of MindStrong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of MindStrong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more raps. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. So to start this conversation, we have to go back to an earlier podcast episode where we talked about this idea of good foods versus bad foods. And in that episode, if you didn't listen to it, I encourage you to go back and listen to it after this one. We talked about how the labels are not really accurate. The conversation is not about what is a good food, what is a bad food, right? And the example we used was this idea of protein pizza. It's still pizza, which would be labeled a quote unquote bad food, but there's protein in it, which most people consider good. So is it a good food or bad food? And the mindset shift we need to make is this idea away from good and bad and into nutritious versus not nutritious. And what we, what we talked about in that podcast episode, and I'm going to reiterate here, is that there is a difference between eating nutritiously and eating for weight loss. And here's what I mean by that. Weight loss, as we know by now, because we have talked about it endlessly in this podcast and everywhere else <laughs> that I have the opportunity to preach it from the rooftops, Weight loss comes down to calories in versus calories out. In theory, you could eat less calories than you burn in a day. We call that being in a caloric deficit. You could do that eating nothing but junk food. So in other words, if I know that I have to eat 1,400 calories a day to lose weight, technically, in theory, I could do that eating nothing but 1,400 calories worth of Krispy Kreme donuts. Now, as wonderful as that sounds, <laughs> I wouldn't get to show off my new and shaped body because I would be super sick or dead because those Krispy Kreme donuts are not very nutritious. They're lacking what we call micronutrients, which are very simply your vitamins and minerals. So the label is not good foods or bad foods. It's nutritious versus less nutritious foods. And the reason we're starting this conversation here is this. I'm going to talk specifically about the Whole30 diet, but this applies to any diet that's based off the idea of eating whole, nutritious, not very processed foods. So the way Whole30 works is exactly what I just described. It's based off this idea that for 30 days or however long you're going to stay on it, you are going to base your diet around whole foods. And what whole foods just means is very minimally to not at all processed. So fruits, vegetables, anything that comes from the earth not things like Oreos or hot dogs that have been processed in factories. And that is fantastic, right? When we're talking about from a health perspective, that's one of the best things you can, you can do. You will feel your energy increase. You will see your skin clear up. You will see all kinds of positive health benefits because when you eat whole foods, you're eating the way our body was designed. This is, if you look at the, the science behind human biology, these are the foods that we were literally designed to eat. No matter what you believe in, we're talking math and science, and this is the way human beings were designed. We were not designed to eat food that is human processed to the point where it's barely recognizable. We were designed to eat foods pretty much straight from the earth. 
So what you are doing when you go on a Whole30 diet or any kind of diet like that is you're, you're fueling your body the way it's meant to be fueled, and you will feel the results from that. You're eating very, very nutritiously. You're giving your body tons of vitamins and minerals and all the good stuff it wants. So that's fantastic. What we need to understand, though, and now I'm going to reference back to the, the past podcast on intermittent fasting, which I encourage you to go listen to if you didn't. When we talked about intermittent fasting, we said that while intermittent fasting is fantastic for your health, what it is not is a weight loss technique. And that same concept applies to the Whole30 diet. The Whole30 diet or any diet based on the same idea of eating whole unprocessed foods is not a weight loss technique. It can be used in conjunction with a weight loss technique. You can track macros and do Whole30. But on its own, it is not a weight loss technique. And here's what I mean by that. If, if weight loss comes down to calories in, calories out, that is a, a non-negotiable, that is math and science. If you're eating your calories each day with whole nutritious foods, that's fantastic. That's great for your health. But if you're eating more calories than you burn in a day of whole nutritious foods, guess what? You're not going to lose weight. Right. So another way of saying that is if you know that you have to eat 1400 calories a day to lose weight, just like I could do that eating Krispy Kremes in theory, I can also do that eating nothing but whole unprocessed foods. And that's fantastic as long as I'm staying within my 1400 calorie goal. Let me be clear that 1400 calories, just an example here. This is not a blanket statement. Your goals depend on you personally. But if I'm doing whole 30 and this is where most people come to me with this question or this frustration If you're doing Whole30 and you're eating whatever the hell you want, you're eating as much as you want. So at the end of the day, your your personal number is 1,400 calories to lose weight and you're eating nothing but whole, unprocessed, nutritious foods, but you're eating 1,800 calories worth of those foods. Well, guess what? That's why it's not working. So we have to come back to this conversation of there is a difference between eating nutritiously and eating for weight loss. Now, the good, the good news is, and, and to me, this is if there is a quote-unquote best way to do it, this is the best way to do it. If you want to be a complete nutrition powerhouse, and by the way, side note, I don't always suggest jumping to this. You guys know me well enough to know I'm a fan of baby steps. I'm a fan of momentum. I am not a fan of major life overhauls. So what I'm about to describe is the ideal nirvana way of fueling your body. But right now, if you're eating fast food five days a week, I don't suggest going from that to what I'm about to describe. I suggest taking baby steps and letting the momentum bring you there. Because as you take steps, your body's going to go, oh, I feel good. What else can I do? What else can I do? And eventually you'll get to the state I'm about to describe. But the ideal way to do this would be to track macros, to know your goals, to know how many grams of carbs, fat, and protein to eat in a day while eating those carbs, fat, and protein using whole nutritious foods. If you want to be a complete powerhouse of energy, of clear skin, of of your body responding to the exercise you give it, of your your weight loss goals, the way that our body gets fueled at its absolute 100% best, like I'm talking about the Ferrari of, of fueling your body, that is first and foremost giving it the right proportion of carbs, fat, and protein, which comes from tracking macros, and then filling those macros, or better said, spending those macros on whole nutritious foods. So when people come to me and say, I want to learn to do this eating more nutritious foods, well, then the the answer is a combination. Then the answer becomes, awesome, here are your macros, 
go eat whatever food you want to hit them. So for you, if that's whole nutritious foods, then even better. That's worst way I could put this, but that's the icing on the cake. But what we need to understand is that just like the conversation with intermittent fasting, just like the conversations with good food and bad food, when we talk about a diet like like the Whole30 diet, we are not talking about good and bad foods. We're talking about nutritious versus less nutritious. And in the case of Whole30, those are very nutritious foods. However, in the case of intermittent fasting, there's a difference between what's good for your health and what's going to equate to weight loss. And at the end of the day, weight loss comes down to eating less calories than you burn, whether you're doing it with Krispy Kremes, which I don't suggest. I do suggest fitting them in once in a while. I don't suggest eating 1,400 calories with their Krispy Kremes every day, or you're going to get sick, maybe even die. But if you're doing it with those whole nutritious foods, you still have to be eating your goals. So it, it to me, I see it all the time because I've done this for years and I work with everyone, with people who have run the gamut on things that they've tried. People who come to me who've done Whole30 shows me their intention is in the right place. They're dedicated to getting healthy because they're willing to give up that processed food. And now we need to tweak that process. Now it's awesome. You've got the momentum. You know what whole nutritious, valuable foods look like. Now let's get you eating them in the right proportions. And then the results are exponential from there. So this becomes a bigger mindset, right? Mass marketing is a sneaky son of a bitch, and they are not going to tell you, you know, try Whole30, but also make sure you're eating in the right proportions. That's not catchy. What's catchy is, you know, do Whole30 and lose weight eating these nutritious foods. And you are eating nutritious foods, but we have to look beyond the marketing and understand that that is one piece of the puzzle. When it comes to weight loss, the main piece of the puzzle is making sure we're in a caloric deficit. And the best way to make sure you're in a caloric deficit, in my opinion, and from what I've seen for myself and what I've been doing for clients for years and years, is tracking macros. So if you want to just completely optimize your health, start small. I I don't suggest, like I said, I don't suggest going from McDonald's five days a week to jumping into only eating whole unprocessed foods. If you want to try it, try it. But for most people, that is not a sustainable lifestyle. But what we can do is if three meals of your day are fast food, Swap out one, you know, every day for lunch, I'm going to swap out that fast food for, for a huge salad. And what's going to happen organically is your body's going to go, oh, wow, that feels really good. What else can I do? What else can I do? And with time, momentum is going to become your best friend. And you're going to take that step to where you are living a life that includes way more whole foods and much less processed foods. But at the end of the day, no matter how you choose to hit them, we need to understand Fat loss comes down to calories in versus calories out and how you spend, because macro tracking is just like spending money. It's just like budgeting your money. How you spend those macros comes down to personal preference, but it is absolutely the way we make this a sustainable lifestyle. If you're ready to start taking control of your nutrition, grab my free macro cheat sheet at bit.ly.com slash macro cheat sheet, B-I-T-L-Y dot com slash macro cheat sheet.